If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Hello everybody and welcome back to another chapter episode. I really don't know why I do these intros. They're like, yeah, I don't think I need them. Like sometimes I have something to add before like the chapter, like, oh, it's a long chapter or my voice might come cut out or la-di-da or just tell me if it's a bonus, but I'm sure you can read the episode before I start and see what it is. Yeah, I don't know why I do these intros, but I'm going to keep doing them. So yeah, let's get started. Chapter 15, Wings of Fire, Winter Turning. Moon's eyes flew open and her bewildered gaze met Winter's. Pyrite? What does she have to do with Hailstorm? Did she do something to him? Does she know where he is? She does. We have to get to her first. Winter started to scramble to his feet, but Moon pushed him down with with her wings, pointing up at the ledge. A moment later, a dragon leaped off and it spiraled up into the sky, begging towards the valley. Winter only caught a glimpse of his scales as the firelight, fire flight flickered over them, but he was sure of what he saw. Was a night, uh, but he was sure of what he saw. Scarlet's ally was a Nightwing. Who is that? He demanded. I have no idea. Moon whispered back. But if he's a Nightwing, maybe that's why I can't hear him think. Maybe he's been trying to shield from mind readers or something. We have to get to Pyrite before he does. Kipley whispered from Moon's other side. He was right. They didn't have time for the mystery of the. Nightwing, who worked for a depot's sky, Skywing Queen. Winter slid out from mo- under Moon's wings and started crawling back down the mountain as fast as he could, looking for a spot where he could take off without Scarlet seeing him. Pebbles bounced, p- bounced past him as Kibley and Moon followed. Now, Moon breathed suddenly. She launched herself off the mountain and Winter hurled after her. He arrowed down toward the camp, his eyes fixed on the small flicker of firelight. The Nightwing won't go straight there, Kibley panted behind him. He will want to sneak up and take Pirate when the rest of, while the rest of us are sleeping. He'll land and approach the camp quietly. We'll get there first. Only if you shut up and fly, Winter growled. Kibley didn't say another word as they shot down toward the cliff to over the trees. Winter plunged through the leaves and landed with a skidded crash beside King Aju. Yikes, the Rayming yelled, yelled, leaping to her feet. For a breathless moment, Winter thought Pirate was gone, but then she sat up on the other side of the fire, rubbing her face. W- w- what's all the little noise? she mumbled. Yeah, really, King Aju said, flaring the rough behind her ears. Is someone on fire? Why are you smashing around, waking up perfectly happily, saving jackins? Yeep! she cried as Moon and Kibley came thudding down beside Winter, trailing broken branches with, le- with leaves and twigs caught on their wings and tails. You! Winter leaped over the fire and bowled Pyrite to the ground. She screamed, flapped her wing, and flapping her wings at him, and tried to wiggle away. But he leaned all his weight on her and pinned her back down with his deadly icewing claws. Even though she was bigger than him, she stopped resisting quietly, Qu- quickly. Her talons twitched in the grass, and she twisted her neck to look at him. This is mean, she protested. What do you know about my brother? He demanded. Nothing at all, she said. Now can I get up? 
You know something, he said in a low, dangerous voice. He's an icewing named Hailstorm, a couple years older than me, the bravest dragon in Pyria, Scarlet's prisoner for the last two years. He shook her roughly. You know where he is. Uh, all right, all right, she whined. But, but, but you don't have to attack me. I, I would have told you if you just, just asked. Queen Scarlet's pr- prisoners are kept in the arena and the Sky Palace. I, I can draw you a map of the palace if you want. I, I don't think there are any ice wings there anymore, though. And, and Ruby Ruby traded back almost all the prisoners of war. Frustration surged through winter, and he dug his claws in just a little, making Pirate wince. Across the fire, King Azure was watching them with wide, wide be- bewildered eyes. Don't toy with me, Skywing. Ne- Scarlet needs you in order to kill Hailstorm, Winter hissed. So why is that? Where is he? Did you use your magic on him? What magic? Pirate protested. I don't have any magic. I, I-, I never did anything special for Queen Scarlet. Winter, I think she's telling the truth, Lin said. She had her front talons pressed to her head and an expression of pain squalled across her face. She has no idea what you're talking about. Well, well what she said, Pirate yelped. No, no idea. She's blocking you somehow, Winter said furiously. She is magic. I can feel it. With the sky being pinned below him, the muscle ringing sensation of powerful animus magic beating through him was stronger than ever. He glared down at the dragon and spotted the neck and spotted the neck necklace tangled around her neck. Maybe with her necklace, maybe she enchanted it to hide it from your mind. He reached for the chain. Don't touch that roared Pyrite, starting to her feet and throwing him off with sudden sudden powerful violence. Winter was flung straight into the fire. The burning embers sizzled against the scales and back tones, and he leapt away with a howl of pain. It took a moment for his head to clear, but when it did, he saw two shapes grappling through the smoke of the scattered fire. Kibli's tail was poised like a scorpion's as he wrestled Pyrite. Her arms were longer than his, and her claws slashed at his underbelly while her wings beat him away from her. The sky wing's teeth were bared, and her face was a grimace of fury and determination. Winter's burns were sending fiery, fiery bolts of pain along his, along his, along the nerves of his in his body. But he staggered forward to help Kibli, and then King Azu shrieked, and a black dragon was suddenly there, appearing from the shadows. He pounced on King Azu, striking her three times with swift brutality, and then slamming her out of the way with a powerful blow from his tail. The little ramming was thrown into a tree trunk with a sudden sickening crack. She crumbled to the ground, her scales fading to white. Kinkajou! Moon cried. The black dragon turned on her and roared a jet of blazing fire straight at his turned on the black dragon turned on her and she roared a jet of blazing fire straight at his face. He reared back, covering his eyes, and she leapt at him, slashing fiercely at her wing at his wings and neck. A bright gash of red appeared along his throat and he roared. Seizing Moon's talons, blisters were starting to bump along the edges of his mouth and nose, and he kept shaking his head as though it was hard to see. But he was strong and huge, and he flung Moon to the ground with ease. Winter didn't remember choosing, although there must have been a moment where his head said, Go after Pyrite. She's the key to finding Hailstorm, while his heart chided, No, help Moon! But as far as he could tell, there was no conscious thought involved. He was just there, barreling into the Nightwing before the monster could stamp his sharp talons on moon's neck the two of them rolled across the clearing black and white scales clashing both of them roaring at full blast 
Winter felt metallic tang and clatter around his claws. The diving was wearing a mess of dark jewelry, things that felt like compact iron boxes on chains, and they were smacking into Winter's jaws and knuckles. He ducked his head as the nightwing shot a burst of flame past his ear. The ice was rising in his throat. He twisted to bring his mouth up to the nightwing's face and hissed frost breath straight into the dragon's eye. The nightwing slammed his eyes shut at the last second, but ice immediately began spreading across his cell, sealing his eyelids in place and melting the burns Moon had given him. The black dragon bellowed of agony was nothing like Winter had ever heard before. He threw Winter off him and bolted into the sky. For a moment, Winter could see him weaving and dipping from side to side as he tried to fly without sight, and then the nightwing's black scales vanished into the dark and the heavy storm clouds. At some point, it started to rain, scattering fat droplets that plopped into the dying fire like f- dying fire with dragon-like hisses. The drain drops were smoothing on Winter's burns as he dragged himself back to Moon. She was crouching beside Kinkajou, shaking little Raymond gently. Please be all right, Moon whispered. Kinkajou, please. Wake up. Her voice snagged into a sob. I-, I can't hear her. I can't hear anything from her mind at all. She's just unconscious, Winter said, but he wasn't sure. The dragonette looked as if she'd been dropped from a great height, crumpled and still. He went for her first, Moon said. Did you see that? He could have attacked any of us, but he started with Kinkajou on purpose. Why would anyone do that? What, why target a tiny raiming of the smallest of us? She straightened one of Kingajou's crooked wings and smoothed it back into place. Maybe he was worried about her venom, Winter said. Scott has probably talked about raiming venom quite a lot, given her experience. Moon lifted and dropped her wings with a doubtful expression. Her eyes never left Kingajou's pale face. Winter turned and saw, finally, what should have been his first thought. Kibli had subdued Pyrite and was standing over her, on the other side of the clearing, his venomous tail suspended over the midpoint of her spine. Winter leaped over and looked down at the traitorous skywing. The nightwing could come back with Scarlet any minute, Kibley warned. We should get out of here as fast as we can. Winter nodded. He reached for Pyrite's necklace. No, no, Pyrite said with a hysterical edge of her voice. Please, I, 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 I'm not supposed to take it off. Ever. It's, it's like life or, or death. I, I need to wear it. Please, please leave it alone. D- d- don't take it. Don't. He ripped it off her neck, yanking three times before the chain finally snapped. He ripped it off her neck, yanking three times before the chain finally snapped. The skywing let out a cry of despair. Winters felt the pouch crinkle between his claws. Whatever was inside was very light and crunched like a talon full of snow. He was about to open the pouch when pirate scales began to slide off. At first, that was at least that was Winter's first impression. It looked almost as though she was melting and growing and snapping into place at the same time. Her snout narrowed and lengthened. The orange color bled slothfully out of each scale. Sharp spikes shoved up through all the skin all along her back and at the tip of her tail. Kibli leaped off her with a shout of surprise. It was over in a matter of seconds. The dragon was no longer pyrite. Arched. It was the dragon who was no longer pyrite arched his back, unfolded his long white wings, and opened eyes as blue as the Arctic sky. He coughed and stared around him in utter bewilderment. His gaze landed on Winter and Kibley. Winter? he said in a shaky voice. Winter stared up at, at him, his talons rooted to the earth, his wings prickling with fear. He was too shocked to speak. Holy snakes, said Kibley. Is that? Are you? Pirate was gone. Standing her in her place was Hailstorm.